to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results advocate. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 319. That's the one right there on the screen you can see behind this. If you're listening to this, by the way, you can actually watch the podcast, and you need to only go to youtube.com slash... The, I've never been to eYouTube.com, but if you go to <laughs> YouTube.com slash eWebResults, <laughs> you can see all of our podcasts. It might actually. Or you can go to eWebResults.com slash, pod, slash SEO podcast, and you'll see the archives, you'll see transcripts, and you'll see all of that good stuff. Very cool. As always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and the tip is determine your goals and objectives before you start writing content. Look, understand what it is you want to accomplish, who you're trying to target, and what you want to to do then start writing and that way your writing can accomplish that seo tip all right please remember we are filmed live in houston texas and we are your friendly local neighborhood top Top position position snatchers and our mantra is do not be a douche we've got some sort of good article got a great article man posted by amanda dodge and the good folks over at search engine journal she posted an article six content marketing upgrades for your business so we'll see what those six upgrades are, see if we can update your content marketing. Excellent. Hey, if you have some sort of electrical device that Which allows you to tweet have or right interact, now. this is a sample one, yeah, uh, to go. interact with people. Got a then, new Galaxy Findy off the GS3. <laughs> and uh, you, what should they do if they have one of those Well, first off, right you should tweet us, right? Yeah. We ask you to tweet us. Tweet us at results at Best SEO Podcast. Use the hashtag SEO Podcast. And like I said, tag us in it. That way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking stuff. And uh, if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, howdy, welcome to the podcast. We're glad that you're joining yeah, us. glad to have you. Yeah. You get comfy, notice. be, have a seat. Yeah. Get settled in. Yeah. We've got a little bit of potatoes to get through, and then we'll be getting into the meat. Um, if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll notice there is no tear tattoo, mm-hmm. uh, and we got a boatload of follows. So yeah, awesome on social media, some 755 new followers on Best SEO Podcast. Boom. Yep. Uh, so what that does mean is we won't be telling you exactly how, how you can leave us a review us. Uh, if we don't get more than 10 shikos. Shares, likes, and follows. Right. If we don't get more than 10 on any one platform and a review, then we would tell you exactly how to write a review. We may have to adjust that number here soon. Uh, Yeah, to like 20. Yeah. Yeah. Although the 750 doesn't (laughs) really make much difference. Um, What we will do, though, is is teach you or tell you how to shiko us. And where to go. That's a share, like, or follow. There's all sorts of ways to interact with us. Uh, Facebook.com slash results. YouTube.com slash results. Twitter.com slash results. Instagram.com slash results. LinkedIn.com slash company slash results. All of those will get you to our profile page yeah. and you can do the psycho us at, at those pages. Yeah, that way we don't have to describe like here you do this. Yeah, you exactly. Do that. It's, just, it's, one of, it's gonna be a share, a like, or a follow. It's gonna be one of those things. Yeah. Hey, if you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, we're probably looking for you. Give us a call. Submit an audio resume, 713-510-7846. If you're interested in a free comprehensive website analysis. Keyword comprehensive. Comprehensive. Uh, It usually starts with a phone call with somebody here at the office uh, just to make sure that the, the direction of that analysis is exactly right. Um, that's how comprehensive it is. Mm-hmm. And if you want one of those, just go to our website, ewebresults.com, and you will find uh, somewhere. First thing um, you see, as yeah. soon as you land, Boom. bam, it's right there. The green Boom. button says free website analysis. Click the button, sign up. Done. 
any algo cat today? No algo cat today. We do not have any algorithm cataclysm. So we do have a little bit of news. Yeah, I got some news too. I pulled up yeah. a little bit of stuff. This is interesting. Opera, which is a internet, internet browser, browser. Mm-hmm. Uh, has, has said that they're going to offer free VPNs when you're browsing on Opera. So you get a virtual private network that'll help you keep secured. So that's, that's what that is. Uh, Uber has stopped doing surge pricing for the remainder of their trial in, Indi- in India. What about in the U.S.? How about in Houston specifically? That surge pricing kind of sucks. So it does, I get it. Yeah, I, I totally get it. More more costly things that are substantially similar suck. <laughs> like I'm on board 100. percent If it costs more and it's pretty much the same crap that I got minutes ago or hours ago, that sucks. Yeah, it is fundamentally supply and demand. Yeah. There's a lot of people who want Ubers right now, and you're gonna and their whole logic, their argument is that. By charging more, that's when more Ubers will drive. Yeah. Like Uber. No, I get it because that was the biggest. I know several people who drive for Uber, and their yeah. biggest complaint was that they don't make enough. Right. And so I get the price surging, right. especially for my comrades who drive. Yeah, but it just sucks. It just sucks <laughs> when you used yeah. to paying twenty dollars for a trip, and now that same trip costs you forty four. It's like, man, what happened? Yeah, that wasn't a price surge. That was a price double. double. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm that's, saying? That's yeah. a little different. There are gonna. They're thinking about putting some and and they've gotten a lot of flack because there's I think there's even anti-gouging laws right so if there is a hurricane coming you can't triple the price of your plywood right you're right that's just not so I thought of a cool uber idea all right uber tow or uber tow so you got your car and someone can uber and tow it no you just need a tow truck yeah Get an Uber. Ain't no need to search and find the lowest tow truck driver or do a search for trust or the tow truck near me. Yeah, just Uber it, and the tow truck comes up. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that idea. Select flatbed or just kind of like the XL or the car size situation. Anyway, Uber, y'all can have that one for free. And if y'all want to chuck a bone to you, boy, I sure appreciate it. That would that would be great. Hey, and I also saw this. So they're like keyboard pants. Right, so it used to be keyboard, like, like like musical so, keyboard so, pants. You know, it's got like a computer keyboard oh, on your okay. pants, and it's Bluetooth. Actual keyboard, so you can. <laughs> so they tie into your Google glasses, and you can see what the. So I mean, they made the point. You know, two three years ago, your phone didn't last at all. Right now, yeah. you could actually have it connected to a Bluetooth keyboard, and if the keyboard were built into your pants, you would always have. You know, well, most of the time. <laughs> You would have I your mean, keyboard. But who really uses keyboards, though? Yeah. On a mobile device. Yeah. Well, you might if it were built in your pants. Although, I do find myself, you know, using the keyboard uh, in the library. Right? I mean, using my phone in the library, which at that point, keyboard on the pants really doesn't help. Yeah, keyboard <laughs> doesn't help nowhere unless you had a desktop. <laughs> like... Even even when I got my first tablet, it came with the keyboard, and I thought it was cool, and I used it twice, and yeah, I was like, like, "Man, don't need that." Yeah, this is is slowing me down. Yeah, and frankly, so. doesn't doesn't work that yeah, good. Trying you, to type on a wrinkle might not help. You've got a little bit of news, right? Yeah, I do have some news. I do have some news. So Google drove ninety five percent of U.S. smartphone uh, paid search clicks in the quarter, first quarter of this year. Ninety five percent. By, by Google, yeah. By Google, dig this. They say on Google, fifty seven percent of paid search clicks came from mobile. Overall, desktop and paid search clicks were flat. Table clicks were tablet clicks. Excuse me, were off by five percent. 
compared to 101% growth for smartphone clicks. What does all that mean? That means that Google is making a killing off of mobile ads is what that translates to. What that also means is that there are more and more people taking advantage of mobile commerce and clicking on mobile ads. And so you should be including mobile ads in in your plans. More news. Um, now, this is kind of cool from Google. Also, I tested it and it really works. If you're on Google, right? No, I'm sorry. If you're team Android, like us, and you have an Android phone, Samsung, LG, whatever your phone is, open up your Google search app and do this search. You can even try voice search. Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing Podcast. That's us. If you search our podcast, the new thing Google will do is display all of our most recent podcast results in the in, in on the, the surface page, page. Wow. with the play button, so wow. you can literally listen to podcast three eighteen right now. Wow. Check that out. I tried it; it kind of works. Kind of cool. Um, wow, that's more cool. news from Facebook. So remember, they are, they've been making changes to their newsfeed algorithm. Facebook will now make an attempt to predict how long people will spend viewing a piece of content. This will be based on how long you spent viewing other types of content in the past. Facebook will then rank the content, prioritizing the content it believes you will spend the most time looking at. Makes sense. They want, to, they want can, eyeballs on website. Exactly. Well, what content goes viral, what content gets the most views will tend to be shared the most, will tend to get the most engagement. What does that mean? That means you can't just continue to drop in little crappy Facebook videos just for the sake of having social activity. Yeah, Yeah, you want engagement that, frankly, people engage with, that they watch the entire video, that they comment, that they share, that they like. So that way, we got to somehow get watch in the site, Shaiko. Okay. I don't know how, but... Shares watch (laughs) But anyway, the more engagement you have... like the higher likelihood of your post being seen. Watch and listen. Last piece of news here. This is back to the Google search. They're going to soon be your new TV guide. So they're adding air times for TV shows. So if you do a search for a TV show, Google will be able to tell you when it's airing next. You can even specify the cable or satellite provider for more accurate or relevant results. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Google, you know, so that's... It kind of makes you wonder, like, why wasn't that done a long time ago? Well, more importantly, so I I use Comcast, right? Right. Xfinity person. And, you know, the new X1 remote that you voice search from the remote, right? Right. And so the benefit is that remote is directly connected to the cable channel. To the TV. So so it can can, go there. But the fact that you can make changes to your channel from your smartphone, uh, I think this is awesome. Especially if you're in a situation like... Was at the restaurant the other day. Me and wifey was trying to watch the game, and I didn't know what channel the game was on. Oh yeah, that would have been an awesome time to had this information yeah. right here. And so uh, that's what's up, Google. I appreciate you making my life easier. I I've actually set my phone to do TV, like to be a remote. Yeah, I know. I don't know if you've done that yourself, nope. but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, my little cousin was doing it. I've just been fighting the it's revolution, like a U, U, uh, ultraviolet UV. Something or other. All right, let's see. Uh, we do have a review, and that review is well. This is so. David actually wrote us two reviews. One of them on one of our Facebook pages, and a shorter one somewhere else. So punch in the face to you, David, for doing this. Uh, it is of course Fastos. I have been a regular listener to the podcast for several years, and have come to rely on the excellent, timely, and objective advice and information, which is delivered in an easy to listen to manner. 
Thank you, Chris and Charles, for your tireless efforts over the long haul, and congratulations for keeping the podcast as relevant and interesting as ever. That's what's up. Boom, punch, punch in the face, in the face to you. Appreciate you. Very cool. All right. So I got a punch in the face. We got a punch in the face. Man, this punch in the face actually goes to Google. Okay. Well, they just did something real awesome. We lost an icon yesterday, and, and Google changed their whole logo to purple and made it rain purple. Huh. Oh, Prince yeah. yeah you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so... Punch in the face of, to you, Google. Yeah. That that was kind of man. When up. you first said, I was like, we had some icon and we digit the digital small icon that no, we liked no, a I'm lot. Talking and about we lost it. And Google helped us find it. No, no we, we lost an icon. We lost a real icon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so rest the piece to Prince, man. Yeah. All right. That's, that's so I'm a punch in the face to Google for honoring him with their Google Doodle. That's what's up. Very cool. All right. So that is the potatoes of the podcast. Time to get into the meat. So like I said, this uh, punch in the face to Amanda Dodge, good folks over at Search Engine Journal. She posted this article, uh, six content marketing upgrades for your business. And so let's dig in and see what these content marketing upgrades are. First thing she says is treat your blog like a client. Treat your blog like a client, right? She goes on to say, um, if you treat your blog like a client, you will set aside the right amount of time each week to write, share, and respond to comments on your articles. And she's right. Essentially, what she's saying is schedule it, right? And this is not, it's not a new concept. This is something we've preached before, that if you're going to be serious about content marketing, if you want it to be effective, then you got to schedule it. Then you got to dedicate some time to it. And so I'll say schedule time for research, schedule time for finding images, schedule time for creating that draft, schedule time for editing that draft, schedule time for posting and reviewing that draft, schedule some time for sharing that post. The key here is treat it like a client. Make sure that everything that's necessary for that post to be successful, you've actually allocated some time to do that and not just kind of doing it on the whim because then it may not get done the right way or as effective as you'd like. Number two. Two. She says, uh, become an expert in one area instead of average in many areas. She says, become an expert in one area instead of average in many areas. Uh, I think that's kind of subjective, but I get what she's saying. She says, uh, two dangers exist when following this idea. One, you position yourself as an expert on a topic you don't fully grasp and damage your reputation by broadcasting incorrect information. Two, she says, you seem to offer that product or service and then you alienate potential customers who actually ask about it. She says, to avoid this syndrome, create a main topic for your blog and then four to five subtopics. Like I said, I, I get the concept on being an expert and kind of being an expert on one instead of a jack-of-all-trades yeah. kind of situation. But I think it's subjective and I think it really depends on your industry. So, for example, um, if you're a plumber, right? You're a plumber, then your expertise should not just be in water heaters. Your expertise should be in water heaters, should be in drainage systems, Copper should be tubing. in faucets, should be in all of that because those are all services that you really should be an expert in if you're a master plumber. Yep. Same thing with an electrician. If you're an electrician, then you don't just focus on maybe lighting. You focus on lighting. You focus on, on all these other things, rewiring and, and that sort of stuff. The right type of wires to use so that way you can really be the expert because at the end of the day what kind of expert only knows about one thing in his big field yeah same thing if you're an ac guy then you should really be an expert in ductless you should be an expert in in hvac heating you should be an yeah. expert in in different brands and what they offer in in thermostats and things like that you just have to be an expert yeah. so i'll say instead of you know average in many areas i say 
do your research, get certified, go to class, do what you have to do to become an expert in all of those areas because your industry. Yeah. it's necessary. It just is. Number three. Three. She says uh, the best way to become an A-lister is to play with the A-listers. Right? You know, you big boys hang with big boys kind of situation. She says a uh, talking shop will form, will form a bond with your peers and their interaction may help with lead generation. Vendors who handle major clients often suggest trusted names for smaller clients. Yeah. I get that and we've actually experienced that and it does work sometimes. But be cautious. Right? That's a, a tread softly when dealing with partnering with competitors and doing things like that because it can turn on and bite you and frankly i'm not really interested in connecting our brand uh to our direct competitors per se even if they are a little bit larger or a little bit smaller just not really interested in doing that but instead try connecting your brand with similar companies so for example we're an internet marketing agency so it makes sense for us to maybe partner with, I don't know, some PR firm or some print ad agency or something like that where we may have a similar client products. base, yeah. but not crossing over in regards to taking work from each other. Right. And so I would suggest that. Or maybe if you're a home remodeler, then you want to partner up with, I don't know, an electrician, maybe a plumber, maybe a roofer guy, right? Because it makes sense for you guys to be connected. You guys share the same kind of client base, but you're not eating off each other's plate. Right. Take advantage and, and be cautious. Now, there is some value, right. right? If you have a competitor and maybe you're doing something, some community event, some fundraising activity, some, something for a nonprofit, something that all you guys can kind of really win-win from, take advantage of it and do it, right? But, but if it's for the sake of lead gen, I'd probably not. Yeah. Just saying. Number four. Four. She says, uh, gated content is so 2013. And I totally agree. She says, uh, many believe gating your content would do more harm than good. This leads, the leads you generate from email submissions will be outweighed by bounces of visitors who won't come back. Gated content. What is gated content? She's referring to content that you just can't get. It's in a gate. They want to get some information from you, like an email address or a phone number. They want you to uh, some social activity before you get access to this content. We talked about it before. ESPN does a good job of it, and their gated content is worth it. Why? Because the gated content is awesome, right? right? And the the feeder content that gets you to the gated content is awesome enough to make you subscribe. Now, do they have? So I know, like uh, I think it's Forbes and maybe New York Times. mm -hmm. You can read up to ten articles a month or something along those lines and then you've got to start getting yeah. minutes gate that's also considered gate but what's the 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 concept there is that those sites you met you you mentioned have what great content, great content. Yeah. <laughs> exactly so if the content isn't great then you better not gate it dude right? if the content is not great <laughs> don't use do the gate, gate. <laughs> yeah. because because then you're going to end up with negative reviews some bounces and i'm never coming back to the site again yeah ask me for my email address and your content is not worth my email address now i will say i think some exclusivity is okay really depending on your industry depending on the quality of your content if your content's new cutting edge exclusive people are looking for it everywhere then yeah you may want to put out quality snippets and then get some capture some information to get the rest of it that's okay but if you're regurgitating content rewriting other people's posts and just really trying to have content out there and build up your email list yeah offer that content free you'll have a better result number five five Uh, she says uh play with paid promotions Right, she says the message isn't showing on Facebook and the message is getting lost in the chaos of Twitter. 
if your branding is starting out, you may need some paid placements. She right, paid placements work. This the reason why. What was my news earlier yeah. <laughs> about how much money Google is making off AdWords? Those are paid placements, right? And she, because she's even considering uh, paid social placements, right? right. It's like boosted posts and Facebook ads and sponsored Instagram ads and sponsored tweets and things like that. You're a new brand. You got new content. You got a new site. Then you're gonna have to spend some new money to get some new traffic, and you're gonna have to pay to do that because. You're right. If you follow 2,500 people on Twitter and you say you posted that at 10, then I missed it. (laughs) It's gone. Yeah. Right? It's the same thing on Facebook. I may see it again later due to Facebook's algorithm, depending on how much you and I engage. But if we don't engage much, then I missed that one too. Yeah. But if you boost it, if you post it, I probably you sponsor it. it. I would Facebook is going to guarantee I see it because they want me to click so they can charge you. And so, play with paid promotions. I totally agree on that one, Amanda. Absolutely. Number six. Six. Last one. She says, uh, track what works and what doesn't work. Duh. We've always been a good fan of testing and measuring. Do not throw money against the wall and see if it sticks. Have a plan. Have a plan. She says, what topics generated the most views, shares, or comments? Right? What content got the most psychos? She says, uh, what content formats had the most psychos? Longest page view time, lowest bounce rate. She's talking about engagement, right? She says, what marketing channels generated the most leads? Was it your social? Was it those boosted posts? Was it your organic page that's ranking well because it's optimized was it that newsletter that melted out what type of content generated the most engagement and then once you had that well then she says by gathering and evaluating this data you should start painting a picture of what your content audience looks like and she's right once you understand what type of content they engage with most the platform they're using on what time of day they come to it then you can start crafting your content that's more suitable to them but if you don't have that data yeah you really don't know. It's all about the data and what you do with it. For example, maybe you have a long form content page and it's image heavy and you get lots of engagement but low conversions, right? Then you put that to the side and you note that. And then you got another short form kind of aggressive sales page uh, that gets a few conversions but low engagement, high bounce rate, things like that. Well, that tells you maybe you should try creating a blend of the two. Yeah. A little bit longer, less images, cut down on the sales, and then you've probably found your sweet spot. The point is, look at your analytics, review your content that's been out there, and see how people are engaging with it, then make adjustments. Look, she closed out by saying, if you don't commit to high-quality creation, dedicated curation, and tracking conversions, you may not realize the full benefits And she's talking about your content. And she's right. At the end of the day, content is that important. Period. The resources that you put towards it uh, should be worth it when done right. right? Don't worry about wasting money because you spent all this time creating the post. If you do it right, you share it right, you spend a little money promoting it, it's going to be all the way worth it. Curation. What was it? Curation. Yeah, she said high quality creation. Creation. Dedicated curation, curation. And propagation. Well, creation curation and conversions yeah i can dig it amanda dodge punch in the face to you (laughs) and the good people at search engine journal that's what's up cool that's a great article yeah do we have any i got some blanks there kind of what blanks there is really it's really moment of silence for two things yeah one 
for the five confirmed deaths that we had here in Houston this week, we had a the huge rainstorm, big storm. A whole city was flooded. Matter of fact, northern parts of our city are still under three and four feet of water right now. People lost everything, and they've been confirmed deaths from people who died in this. So yeah. this moment of silence is for them, and this moment of silence is also for the icon I spoke about earlier. Rest in peace, parents. Thank you for the great music and wow. and and what you've left on this earth for us to remember you by. Yeah, bye-bye to the yeah. Prince. And hearts out to the Houstonians who are struggling. Um, that it? That's it. All right, so hey, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet... The internet. Go ahead and give eWeb Results a call for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. If you have a referral, somebody interested in some sort of internet marketing mm-hmm. service... Newsletter management, social media marketing, website, search engine optimization, custom website design, PPC, oh, custom mobile-friendly responsive website design that yeah, all goes together, pay-per-click management, whatever it is. Send them to us. They pay their bill. We pay you. Uh, please remember, we were filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. You can get a transcript, video, audio, audio. of this podcast and links to subscribe to this podcast at our website, eWebResults.com. Hey, we are the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. That is because of you all, y'all. Thank you so much for, for making that happen. Uh, until the next time, my name is Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl. Pining, shining, needing some play. She's gonna set me free In my daydream She's my fantasy If I find her I'll die happily Balance check, balance check 319 SEO podcast 319 If you think we're gonna stop That's unlikely Kristen took me back for another week So get comfy, sit down Stay in your seat Yeah, SEO podcast 319 Let's go Awesome